Khalashing for Khalas? Want to buy or fine dine? Stay tuned to Hi FM on 101.9 Tuesday mornings from 11 a.m. for SN Fresen, where it's all about the food. Good morning and welcome to the Essen Fresen Show. I'm Sharon Lurie, the kosher butcher's wife, and I'm going to be sharing a couple of tips on trying to get around load shedding. And if load shedding is getting you down, like it's getting me down, then I'm sure these tips and these ideas will really help you and some of these lovely recipes. So I do believe that South Africans are resilient and we can take most things in our stride. However, when you're sitting on that electricity grid that goes off at 4 p.m. era of Shabbos, and Shabbos comes in at 5.30, you somehow lose your resilience. So we don't have um, solar panels or anything like that, although I believe that you can't use an oven anyway um, during load shedding. But however, we, we lit- literally candle gas. Thank God I have a gas stove, but my oven is electric, so we can sort of get around things for the gas stove. But you just have to, it's all about planning. It's about following that at Eskon's uh, schedule and just plan around that. So for those who don't have a gas stove, um, I've been using my bra a lot. And would you believe I dug out my scuttle bra? It's terrific because you can make stir fries on it. They've got all these wonderful attachments that you can add on to your scuttle bra. I must say it brought some beautiful memories back, this, the scuttle bra, because we were show jumpers, my brothers and I, we used to ride horses and, uh, show jumpers geworden. And I uh, thank God for our scuttle bra. We always used to take it to all the horse shows and, uh, we most managed to sustain themselves with constant alcoholic hydration. Us Smith nerds had cooler boxes filled with Borovos. We even had the Carmel College, um, equestrian team. Um, <laughs> it was comprised of Smith, Smith, Smith and Smith. The four of us. <laughs> Great fun. Did we win? Uh, no, maybe we should have had more beer in our belly. Another option, of course, is a two-plate gas stove. It's really, this is a really a great option. For those that don't have a gas stove, this is terrific. I mean, you can cook anything on it. In fact, I do all my Pesach cooking on a on a two-plate gas stove. It really, really works. Uh, of course, on Shabbos, thank God for Wonder Bags, which, and we're going to be talking to the lady, uh, Sarah, from Wonder Bag, and she's going to be giving us um, hints and tips on how to keep our Shabbos food hot. And of course, there's the chafing dishes. Um, you get such beautiful t- chafing dishes today, and you can go beautiful copper ones, but just for Shabbos, the regular lovely um, stainless steel ones are great. It's a, a food pan on top of boiling water, and you put candles underneath just before Shabbos, and that'll keep your food warm. Well, that's been working for us as well lately. So we're going to come up with some other recipes and lovely ideas. In fact, Woolworths have just bought out a load-chilling magazine. I mean, that's how bad it is. <laughs> so 
I'm going to be sharing some of the recipes from the Woolworths magazine. Um, I'm going to be sharing some lovely wonder bag recipes. I'm going to be sharing all sorts of load shedding recipes. So stay tuned. Chalashing for chalas? Want to braai or fine dine? Stay tuned to High FM on 101.9. Tuesday mornings from 11 a.m. for Essen Fressen, where it's all about the food. Welcome back to the Essen Fresen Show. I'm Sharon Lurie, the kosher butcher's wife, and you tuned into 101.9 High FM. It's Rosh Hashanah at the Selwyn Siegel Gift Centre. And there's late night shopping till 8pm on Wednesday the 30th of August. Please pop in and see our exciting, stunning, affordable and memorable range of gifts at 113 George Avenue, Sandringham. Call us on 011-640-6413 or shop online at selwynsegalgifts.co.za. Help us to make a difference in the lives of our wonderful Selwyn Siegel residents. Let's celebrate this year because we can. I have to share this wonderful recipe that we made the other night for supper. This can be made on your gas stove. Uh, hopefully, you won't be loaded, but if you do, this can be made on a two-plate gas stove as well. It can be made on your scuttle bra. Um, but it's it's a lovely, quick and easy recipe. You can serve it with rice if you want. You can serve it as a salad. Um, it is my black pepper sesame beef cubes with cucumber. So before we start, let's just get four Israeli cucumbers and slice them with a vegetable peeler. So you'll have those lovely thin strips because you're going to add that to your meat or your sauce afterwards so that they'll get, they'll still be crunchy, but a little soft as well and tasty. You'll need a quarter of a cup of sesame oil, a quarter of a cup of vegetable oil, 500 grams of cubed scotch fillet, about two by two centimeters. Now, this is a lovely meal for just the two of us. Okay, if you want more, obviously for the whole family, you would need a lot more scotch fillet and you would probably have to double up on the recipe. You'll also need a quarter of a cup of rice vinegar, a quarter of a cup of soy sauce, one hot fresh chili, don't forget your gloves, or just use half a teaspoon of chili flakes. One tablespoon of freshly grated ginger and one teaspoon, a little bit more if you want, if you like us and you like garlic, one teaspoon of crushed garlic. We also need a small handful of chopped coriander or you can use parsley for those who don't like coriander, just a small little handful and a small handful of mint. Lovely fresh mint, just gives it the most wonderful taste. And you will also need some sesame seeds for decorating. So what you do is you fry your scotch fillet, which you've cut into smallish sort of two by two centimeter cubes, uh, in the sesame and the vegetable oil. And you brown it, put the, uh, make sure that the oil is quite hot and brown it and then remove the scotch fillet off the frying pan. And to the frying pan where you're frying the scotch fillet, add your rice vinegar and your soy sauce your hot chili, your grated garlic, your ginger, um, your little handful of coriander, your handful of mint, and 
turn this, the um, heat down to low and just let it simmer a little bit. And finally, you add your sliced Israeli cucumbers, mix it all together and just pour it over the meat. And it's absolutely delicious. So you can have it warm on, on some rice or you can have it, add some more greenery to it and have it as a salad. I think one thing that load shedding has actually taught me is to have stuff in your freezer, have some steaks in the freezer, have some chicken, have have stuff that you can quickly get out quickly and cook quickly. For example, the other day I made some um, chicken fillets and I just you know dipped them in in egg and a little bit of flour and and some in and stuffing mix, and I stuck them back into the freezer so that. When I want to, just whip them out and, and fry them quickly or bake them. But as I said, I think it is important to have the basics in your fridge, in your cupboard, so that you can whip up something quickly. And this is something that I whipped up from my cupboard and, and it's, and my freezer, and it's called Putanesca fish. And it's a baked fish, and I got the idea actually from um, a Putanesca pasta. And I thought, oh, let's try this with fish. So what you'll need is, uh, I'm very into shortcuts at the moment, so <laughs> if I can get shortcuts, uh, that's that's what I'm doing. You need a little bit of oil to fry one large purple onion, which you cut in half and then into slices. So you'll need a purple onion to start off with. You'll also need a tablespoon of capers, drained capers, You'll need about six or seven anchovy fillets. This just gives a lovely, salty, sort of fishy taste. Um, a half a cup of pitted olives. We don't want you breaking your teeth on pips, please. One flat teaspoon of garlic crushed. One chopped hot chili. Or a teaspoon of chili paste. I know that there's some lovely chili paste out there. You can use a teaspoon of that. Makes it easier. Um, 50 gram sachet of tomato paste, one can of cherry tomatoes, sun-dried tomatoes in a little sachet, you'll need one of those, and you'll need, I enjoyed using 250 grams of the exotic baby tomatoes, you know the ones from Woolworths that are all different colors, green, orange, yellow, red, it just gave the whole dish a lovely feel to it. Lovely colors, 600 grams of hake fillets, salt and pepper, and some basil, quite a bit of basil. Okay, so what we do is we, in a little bit of oil, you start off with frying the large onion, which you've cut in half and then into thin slices. You fry that with the capers, the anchovies, and you can mash the anchovies with your fork. They will break up. Um, olives, garlic, chili. Then you add your tomato paste, your t- can of tomato, cherry, cherry tomatoes, sun-dried tomatoes, and your exotic baby tomatoes, which are in different colors. Um, add that all with a little bit of salt and pepper to your frying pan and just let it boil away for a little bit. Just let it simmer away. Thicken up and reduce. And then to that, finally add your um, basil. Basil leaves, which roll up and cut them chiffonade style. And uh, don't worry, I haven't forgotten about the fish. And then what you do in the meantime, while you're making the sauce, 
you need about 600 grams of hake fillet. And then what I did, I put them under the griller because I don't, you know, I just find that if we, if you cook fish with the sauce, with the puttanesca sauce, the fish is going to break up and you don't, you really want nice pieces, firm pieces. You can actually, when you buy the fish, if you uh, find that the fillets are a little bit too long, you can cut them up so that it's easier for serving as well. Then what I like to do is I put the, uh, fish fillets into a baking dish and then I pour the sauce over the, the fish and put it back into the oven but this time the, the oven should be on 180 I put it back into the oven and I left it for about 10 minutes a suggestion was maybe I could add next time a little bit of coconut milk or a little bit of cream if you go in the milky route and if you go in the milky route there's not, no harm in putting a little bit of parmesan cheese on top or a little bit of mozzarella or something uh, to make it more Italian, so to speak. Is your shopping list longer and your time shorter? Discam Delivered has you covered. From healthcare essentials to baby food, beauty and toiletries. Whatever you need, Discam Delivered has you covered. Download the easy-to-use Discam app and shop over 10,000 products at in-store prices that will be delivered to you within 60 minutes. Now you can relax while Diskim delivers your essentials to you. It's that simple. Diskim delivered. From Diskim to you. Chalashing for chalas? Want to braai or fine dine? Stay tuned to High FM on 101.9. Tuesday mornings from 11 a.m. for SN Fresen, where it's all about the food. Good morning and this morning, welcome back to the Essen Fresen Show. And this morning we are going to be chatting to Sarah Collins of Wonder Bag, where you can practically cook anything. And this is the most wonderful um, thing for us, especially during load shedding. And as this program is on load shedding, welcome to the show, Sarah. Thank you, Shan. It's lovely to be here. Thank you. Tell me now, what what was the idea originally with the Wonder Bag? So, Sharon, um, in the 1970s, um, my grandmother had a box with cushions in it. And I used to be extremely curious as a child. And I used to watch her take the food off the agar on the farm and put it into this box and then leave it there and take it out just before dinner and um, it would still be steaming. So I obviously had that in my memory bank, and I've spent the last 30 years or so um, working in the development space, looking at um, the empowerment of women across Africa, and particularly around um, cooking stoves and why how from a conservation perspective, but also from a financial perspective, we could have an alternative to women cooking over fires and um, fires obviously um, across Africa women collect firewood and um, they spend a lot of the day doing that many of the girls do it they don't go to school and then a goggle or a woman with a baby often strapped to her back is bent over a fire and breathing in the smoke and um, there were lots of people looking at taking people off fires and, and having new sort of very smart, innovative, clean cooking solutions. But none of them were culturally relevant. And I just kept thinking, but 
these don't belong in Africa. They've been designed, you know, all over the world, but there needs to be some solution. And it puzzled me and puzzled me. And then in 2008, when we had our first load shedding, I'm not sure if you remember that, um, and we had load shedding, and I was living in Johannesburg at the time, and I'm not one keen on going out to restaurants at night. And every night we were out at a load shedding restaurant because there was no power. And I thought to myself, no, 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 no. And suddenly it popped into my mind, that box. And that was the start. And it's been a great start to a wonderful wonder bag. <laughs> so yeah. that tell me that a person, you know, I've spoken to a lot of people and said, you've got to try the wonder bag. It's just too fantastic. And they say, oh, what's it all about? What do you have to do? So where do we start with our cooking with the wonder bag? So the wonder bag, so if you think about the box with the cushions, which um, Bridget Oppenheimer and Woman for Peace actually um, distributed during the 70s, that works on an insulation cooking principle. So um, many of your listeners will will understand, you know, wrapping your pots in a blanket and yeah. um, or um, burying your pot under uh, in the sand. So heat retention cooking, insulated cooking, has been around for centuries, but it has never been very user friendly. And I started by purchasing from Bridget Oppenheimer these boxes, and I put them into 500 homes in communities around Johannesburg, um, and. Once people had brought their food to the boil, put it into the box with the cushions, it continued to cook. And there were just all these faces of wow, wow, wow. And um, so that that's insulated cooking, but a box and, you know, getting wet and this and that. So very funnily, I was actually on an airplane and there was a woman wearing a most beautiful dress and she said she'd make me a dress. I said, actually... He has a bag I want, and I drew it on the back of a napkin, and the next day the wonder bag was born. So basically, if I can, it's winter, so people are wearing jackets, okay? And what we wear a jacket is to keep our heat in. So what the wonder bag is just a large pumpkin that keeps the heat that has already been put into the pot in it. So if I just give you a simple example is... If you're cooking rice and you bring it to the boil for two minutes, you take the pot with its lid on into the bag, close it, and an hour later you will have fluffy, delicious rice. No burning, no needing to check. So it keeps the heat in it. So it, you can cook anything as you said, Sharon. Yes. So to, you know, to explain to the, somebody who goes, this is just a pumpkin. I mean, what, what can that do? <laughs> Am I right in saying that everything has to be brought to boiling point first, then put into the bag? It does, depending on what you're cooking, but it does. So if you are cooking a casserole or a curry or a stew, you would prepare it as you normally would. You'd brown the meat, uh, fry the onions, put your veggies in, cup, uh, just follow a recipe as you would. And then yeah. when it says bring it to the boil and turn it down to simmer, Yes. When it says that, you take it 
off the one, the, off the heat source, yes. you place it into the bag and you close it. But what you have to remember is, is that once that lid of the bag is closed, you can't go and look, you can't go and look into it and, um, and keep checking on it. You leave it in there and it will never burn. So you don't have to worry about the amount of time. I cook a delicious lamb casserole and sometimes I put it, do it as a curry and I bring that to the boil in a big pot with a full um, a full pot right. and I put it in the wonder bag at five or six in the evening and the next morning you open it it's still steamy but the lamb is falling off the bone oh wow okay so you actually don't have to panic about it you can you can take the you don't have to put the Carry back onto the stove, like if there's bone in, put it back on the stove, heat it up again, and then put it back in the bag. You just leave it for eight or nine hours. Yes, absolutely, and you open it and serve it. And, you know, one of the big things, you know, many people will remember or have a slow cooker that you plug in. Now, one of the things about that is the vegetables go mushy, if you know what I mean. You know, they sort of disintegrate. But in the Wonder Bag, they don't. So, um the you know all your veggies will still be whole yes. and they'll be cooked deliciously but it's not a mushy stew uh-huh. even okay. if you leave it for 12 hours you know right. um but what regulates the heat that's a yes. big question i remember um about four years after i developed the wonder bag a very smart school friend of mine said to me but sarah how does it regulate and i said well I don't know. And so I went about learning what regulates and it's the amount of liquid that you put in the pot. So if you put too much liquid in the pot, it's um, and not enough um, food, if you know what I mean, it's going to, nothing evaporates. Yes. Yeah, so you have to put, so what I always say is a good measurement is fill your pot so that it covers everything but just has one or two things sticking out. I mean, this Wonder Bag is wonderful for keeping things warm and hot and insulating, whatever, but can you put cold meat in it and cold salads and stuff and take it to the beach? Absolutely. It is the most amazing cooler. So before we go on to the cooling, I just wanted to say one thing, Sharon, is many people think that the Wonder Bag can't cook food and it's just a warmer. So they will prepare their food and then um, put it, once it's cooked, then they'll put it in the Wonder Bag to keep it warm. Right. But actually, it cooks the food. And because we have launched in America and all over the world, we're in 45 countries now, you know, we've had to go through the most rigorous cooking FDA approvals and all that sort of thing. So it is absolutely healthy and it does cook for up to seven hours, seven to eight hours. And then it will slowly, the temperature will drop one degree an hour. So it's not just a warmer. But getting back to it is a brilliant, it is an absolutely brilliant cooler. So if I tell you that... um. 
the lady that helps me at my house, she yeah. lives about eight hours away from here and she often gets a bus yes. and home. And she would take a frozen packet of chicken. She wraps it in newspaper, fully frozen, puts it into the Wonder Bag and it stays solidly frozen for 24 hours. Would you say that we need to still put a blanket to keep it, this is to keep it warm, of course. Do we still need to put a blanket or something around the pot before we no, put no, it? No, 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 not at all. Straight that's, um, that's only if you don't have a, if you don't have a wonder bag, you can use a blanket. <laughs> but no, what we suggest is that you put a dish towel or a trivet right. at the bottom of your bag just to protect the bottom, um, and so that you put the hot onto a dish towel or newspaper or whatever you have and then um, and then you close it so no you don't need to wrap, you do not need to wrap the pot Very it's bad. much okay. more efficient if you have the bag prepared with something in the bottom you take the the pot with its lid on straight into the wonder bag you close it and it will keep cooking for up to 12 hours depending on the size of the pot and the amount of food in it right now if I, i've got a, a very large wonder bag do, can i put two pots in it no, no. you can't yeah, it no okay. it doesn't work and you know Sean, over the years we've made three pot bags you know and we've yes. made two pot bags and we've done every sort of configuration but the bottom line is it doesn't so um it's for one pot Okay, and would you would you be able to boil something on the stove in a saucepan and then transfer it to like a, a glass casserole dish? Which which conduct not really not really not really. Okay. So, no. so you, you should, but you know, let me tell you because you asked me a very interesting question, Sharon. You said, yeah. "Does everything have to be boiled?" Yes. And I said, not everything. Now, I'm going to share this with you, and I have never shared this on radio before. Wow. So I'm <laughs> going to tell you about my dinner party trick. Yes. And that is to have a beef fillet. Mm-hmm. And if you have a beef fillet, I brown it. I marinate it a little bit within a soy sauce and a bit of uh, mustard and some garlic and things. And I marinate it maybe for an hour or half an hour. And then I take a very, very hot um, flat saucepan and I brown it in the saucepan until it's it's sort of browned and you can feel that there's a lot of heat in it. And then I close the saucepan and I put it into my Wonder Bag. Yeah. And I leave it in there for, you can leave it in there for two hours, one hour. And when you take it out, it is the most delicious pink fillet you will ever have tasted in your life. That's a wonderful idea for, for Shabbos dinner. Brilliant. Yeah. You. And you know, I have cooked sunny cholents yes. in the Wonder Bag. <laughs> in fact, I, I think I was on this radio station maybe 12 or 13 years ago when I lived in Johannesburg. Yes. Um, long, long time ago. And, um, that was my fo- first foray into cholent. And, yes. um, I have become quite a good cholent maker and you prepare it the night before as you would obviously until the power goes off and you leave it in there and you can serve delicious chonant on Saturday for lunch. Wow, that's good to know.
Yeah, it's amazing, actually. Now, how do we wash our Wonder Bags? Can we wash them? What's the story with that? Simple. Pop yeah. it in the one, uh, washing machine yeah. and hang it up to dry. That's all you need to do. Don't put it in the tumble dryer. Okay. But, um, and obviously you can hand wash it or you can wash spots off it and everything. Our Wonder Bags are guaranteed for 10 years. Right. So um, if something did have to happen to your bag, you would contact us and we would replace it free of charge. Um, and we do that because nobody really does ever return them because they lost. And, um, yeah, so it's very simple. Put it in the washing machine um, and you know, hang it out. I'm a very messy cook if I can be honest <laughs> so um, my wonder bags look as if they've been quite uh, <laughs> quite um, used by the end of it and um, yeah so, so it's really it's really simple to keep clean and you know they last people say but for the price you pay for them I mean yes. yeah is it a once off or a yearly purchase but I mean we've got people that bought wonder bags when I started in 2008 and they are still using them today. I've got the original ones that I use also. Now just one other thing because they're telling me to wrap up here. <laughs> I could talk to you all afternoon. Um, one, <laughs> one other thing I want to ask the, the, the um, your cast iron pots. Let's say you make uh, I've got a gas stove so I put a cast iron pot onto my gas thing and it's really hot underneath. Is it still, still safe to put it in the wonder bag or should I put something underneath? Just put something underneath. Put so something underneath, yeah. yeah, as a 100% rule. Okay. You know, just put a dishcloth or a whatever you've got, you know. Yes. some A lot of people just use newspaper, but I would just put, especially with a cast iron pot, I put, well, I put dishcloths into the bottom of all of mine, and I put cast iron pots in. Um, you know, we do... Uh, in. Every bag comes with a recipe book and it has a lot of this information and obviously what pots to use, what not to use. Right. You know, you don't use long handled pots and it does talk about cast iron. I use cast iron all the time, okay. but I just make sure that I have something solid at the bottom. Right. Before you wrap up, Sharon, yes. can I just say something because sure. it's Women's Month? Yeah. You know, I am a... This was obviously developed for women um, and uh, looking at the whole empowerment. Um, I'm passionate about equality and empowerment of women. And as it's Women's Month, I really wanted to do something special. And so, in fact, last week we launched a, um, a special and we have we are selling two wonder bags for the price of one to one. So it's one woman to another woman standing side by side. So for a hundred and twenty one Rand you can buy two wonder bags on a special site which you can find. Can I give you the um, Please, yes, URL? because uh, people want to know where to get them and please share yeah. that information. And this is for a special project, so you need to register and there are terms and conditions, but it's www.mywonderbag.co.za. Uh -huh. So that's mywonderbag.co.za. If you just want to norm, buy a normal bag without registering at a normal price, you can go onto our um, website, which is Wonder Bag World. 
and you'll be able to purchase there. And obviously, you can purchase at your favorite online retailer, whether it's Yappy Chef or Take a Lot. Outdoor Warehouse stocks them in store. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. That's so interesting. I'm excited for your users to get going, wonder bagging. I am too. Because <laughs> this, this is a wonderful option. In fact, I made, I'm going to share a wonderful recipe, a chicken uh, recipe that I did. Oh, it was absolutely delicious and so easy. I just used ina palm and uh, curry, creamy curry. I fried my I chicken breast and I stuck it in there and it was beautiful. So I will share that with everybody. Thank, thank you. Well, thank it you, is Sarah. so it was, simple, actually. It was lovely talking to you, and I hope that this is the solution that we need to all our cooking problems, one of them. <laughs> and, yeah, well, uh, we certainly with load shedding, I mean, we've done almost a million bags in the last 12 months oh, um, in South Africa. Yeah, it really okay. is a solution. So I'm grateful I've got a great product to be able to share with you. Thank, thank you. you for having me okay. on the show. Thank you, Sarah. Bye. Halashing for Halas? Want to braai or fine dine? Stay tuned to High FM on 101.9. Tuesday mornings from 11 a.m. for Essen Fresen, where it's all about the food. Welcome back to the Essen Fresen show. You're listening to High FM. I'm Sharon Lurie. And as I said, off the Wonderbag interview, I would share a delicious recipe that I made this week and uh, left it to cook in my Wonderbag. And it was absolutely delicious and so simple. You can make it before you go to work or you can make it the night before, heat it up again and then stick it in your Wonder Bag. Remember Wonder Bags, you need to put everything in hot. Okay, so it was four breasts of chicken, uh, the thick breasts of chicken, schnitzel off the bone. And I cut it into cubes, about three by three centimeters you also need one sachet of inner palm and creamy curry sauce or the ticker sauce. Or if you like it even stronger, if you like things spicier, then use the peri-peri sauce. Then one small tin. This, there's two size tins of uh, coconut milk or coconut cream. You want to use the smaller one. Um, obviously, if you're going to, you're going to double up, then you'd use the bigger tins of cream. Uh, a third of a cup of Danya chutney from Woolworths, Woolworths, one of my newfound favorites. And what we're going to do is we're going to fry the chicken cubes in a little bit of coconut oil until they're brown. And then you're going to add a sachet of your inner palm and creamy curry, tikka sauce or whatever, your coconut cream and your chutney from Woolworths. It's really, it's, that's all it is. You bring it to the boil and cook it through and whatever. And then you just stick it into your wonder bag and leave it there for a good few hours. Now, if you, when you want to serve it, you can serve it on basmati rice. And what I did was I toasted up some cashew nuts and I chopped up a little bit of coriander, fresh coriander, put that on top. And it was delicious, a simple supper. You can also serve it with, um, Roti, if you want to, I just use the regular wraps. You can wrap the meat in there. Um, you can serve it, as I say, on basmati rice. You can serve it with sambals. You can really doll it up. You can make toasted coconut and have a great curry evening. Well, I think that is, I'm being instructed to wind up the show now. So I hope that I've eased your 
worries about load shedding and cooking. And just remember, if you can't make it hot, just make it cold and everybody will still enjoy it. Have a wonderful week and I'm sure next week we'll be back with some exciting Rosh Hashanah ideas and recipes.